This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Hello, Peter. What's happening? Uh, we have sort of a problem here. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the Blurring the Lines podcast, episode 115. I am your host, Peter Sheltering in Place Nicolaitis, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Adam Quarantine Bell. Adam Quarantine Bell here. It's good to to see you, Mr. Shelter, in place. How how the heck are (laughs) you? Oh, I'm doing well. I am doing well, considering. Considering. Uh, What are you considering? considering? Well, you know, I don't really feel like I get uh, too emotionally drawn into things, Mm -hmm. but I think I felt some of the pressure this week and Mm kind of had to blow it off a little bit to, you know, just all all the pressure of of everything happening as a business owner, father, you know, every, all the, all the titles that I have behind my name that I don't get paid for. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) Yes. Well, I got to say, I probably felt a little bit of it today starting, um, you know, uh, last night I was in a yoga class online and my teacher was talking to another one of the students and, you know, they were talking about how they're feeling this and all the pressure and stuff. And generally that I, I'm pretty resilient when it comes to stuff. Yeah. Like that. So uh, it doesn't hit me as hard as it uh, definitely hits some other folks, but we got news this morning uh, that a, uh, the first person whom I know personally has died of COVID-19. Yeah. So it's the first, you know, I've heard lots of celebrities and friends of a friend and someone who knows someone, but this was the first one that I actually know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I felt a little bit of that. Hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, um, I did, uh, despite that, I did venture outside the house just before recording this because I had a couple of errands to run. So, mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I, I have a repurposed balaclava, which I, I think I may have sent pictures this <laughs> you the did? other night. Yeah, so when I go out grocery shopping now, I look like I'm going to rob a bank or auditioning, you know, for uh, to be Snake Eyes' replacement on G.I. Joe. <laughs> um, but, you know, I put up on the mask and I've got a pretty big set of glasses that I, you know, wear for distance and stuff and throw the hood on and gloves and hand sanitizer and whatnot. So, you know. Business as new usual, I guess. Yeah, business as new usual. Yeah, I mean, every I had to stop by Academy Sports uh, because we want to shoot uh, skeet this weekend. Hmm. So went and got some Target shotgun shells, and uh, you know, all you got to wait in a line to get in. They only allow so many people in the store, and uh, yeah, you know, I don't know about it down well up there, but down here. The majority of people aren't wearing masks. I mean, they are. There are people who mm-hmm. are, mm-hmm. but for the most part, um, people are keeping distance. And yep. Uh, I mean, I don't have a mask. I mean, I've got plenty of gloves, but I don't have a mask that I'm wearing. But I also am not uh, keep. I keep quite a bit of distance anyway. But yeah. now it's even more. And yeah. I and I stopped shaking hands. Like I went to. Huh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I stopped shaking hands. Like three weeks ago now, but, uh, I went to John Deere dealership yesterday and I was talking to the salesman and, you know, he's a good old country boy and it killed him 
not to shake my hand before we left. And, you know, <laughs> Sorry, I said, dude. I said, well, I mean, he didn't, he didn't reach for it, but, but we both sat there in that awkward moment where yep. we're supposed to shake hands at the end of this transaction. I said, it's so weird not shaking hands. He said, I know, you know, <laughs> and then we just, we went about our way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. It, it, it's weird. It's the new normal, you know, I mean, who knows that that might be one of the things that persists afterwards too. We don't know. I mean, you know, cause you never know when you might be patient zero carrying something with the, the new outbreak. Yeah. Cheerio. I'm hearing all kinds of new stuff these days, like, oh, you know, uh, there might be some sort of social distancing uh, in place until um, uh, September. And, or I even heard someone, there might be some sort of social distancing measures in place until 2022. Oh, and, you know, at that point, I'd just say it's, it's probably new normal, and it's probably you know, like, hey, we're going to do our best to keep crowds down and and stuff so you know yeah. who knows but, uh, i mean that's hard for big populations like yeah like and uh cities like new york and japan and you know yep. the, well, the different well here in massachusetts um we have the um highest um concentration in the in the county that i'm in Mm-hmm. So, uh, but but you you were saying about wearing masks and stuff. I don't know if it's a majority yet, but masks are quite common now. Yeah. So um, I I don't know if you're you know if like I said I can't tell if it's the majority. When I've gone out for runs the last few times, I have not been wearing a mask. Yeah. Um, I generally keep distance, you know. But there's more and more people out on the paths every day. So, and, you know, I start to think like, as I run by somebody, it's like, if I can smell their perfume, they, you know, I might be within wafting distance of of this thing. So I got to start figuring out what I'm going to be doing. But uh, in the meantime, I have broken out the kettlebells again. So I did some swings this morning. So yeah, get get what I can now that I'm back at, uh, you know, now I've got the the new old gig now again with the hospital. So I'm standing at my workspace desk more often again now mm-hmm. than I have been. And uh, that's going well, you know, some things never change. No, there were like no surprises whatsoever. <laughs> so <laughs> so did, did you get a haircut between this week and last? Yep. Did it uh, myself. I was going to say, how'd you, uh, how'd you do that? I mean, all the barbers, you, you did that clippers. yourself? Grab the clippers and yep. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I tried to do my own fade once. Mm-hmm. And I even had my wife try to do a fade once. <laughs> now I just cut it off. <laughs> I, um, I've actually on and off cut my own hair for quite some time now. It's just that the only thing what I can't do is like trimming around the edges on the back. Mm-hmm. That's kind of hard because I don't really see it quite as much. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, and I, I miss the the neck. You yes. know, you'd be like, oh, look at those nasty exactly. loose hairs. Did, exactly. Hey, you've got some hairs hanging on your neck. Oh, wait, no, they're connected. Sorry, <laughs> they're, connected. they're hanging and they're hanging on tight. <laughs> so, yep. Oh. So, well, uh, I think we'll end up talking a little bit more about. COVID-19 stuff since that's what the whole world is talking about and uh, specifically um, well I've got 
couple things to mention. Mm -hmm. uh, but right now, the big thing is for the businesses and the the small and medium business uh, companies under 500 employees, they are they're they're either trying to get loans and uh, what do you, what's it called um, loans. I'm drawing a blank. Where uh, grants, deferments, uh, forgivable loans. <laughs> so, so I, they are they are uh, so they're being granted the money. They're being loaned the money, loaned the money, and as long as you use it for what you're supposed to use it for, uh, payroll, rent, business expenses, uh, those kind of things, then it will be forgiven. But if you took the whole bundle and say went to Vegas with it and lost it all They're you know, they want, they want their money back as it should be <laughs> as it should be. Yeah, it should be. So there, there are two main places right now, you know, the, the, the PPP loan, the payroll loan, and then the SBA funding. And so I had mentioned to you about that, about the SBA. And so immediately they were doing, you know, $10,000 relief. Well, that has since changed. They are not giving $10,000. They are giving $1,000 per employee. And now question, are you an employee? Are you on payroll? Is that how you get paid through your business? Well, there's some technicalities in that. Uh, uh -huh. I am not. I am, uh -huh. I'm an owner. Right. Uh, but a guaranteed payment is the same as being an employee. So if you classify your member draw, what used to be called a member draw, used yep. to, what, the, what the LLC owner could get was a member draw. Right. They added the category two years ago of a guaranteed payment, uh, or at least I became aware of guaranteed payment as an option two years ago. Okay. And if you pay yourself a guaranteed payment, that is equivalent to payroll as the owner. So that's a line item change. I mean, okay. because if you, if you paid yourself all of 2019 as a member draw, you would just recategorize re that money as a guaranteed payment. <laughs> I mean, okay. that's, that's, not, um, that's not illegal, but right, it, right. Is, it is uh, too late if you reported your taxes that way. You could right. file amended return. Okay. <laughs> I have not yet done my taxes. Um, but my accountant is working on them right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so let me send an email to him really quick. <laughs> yeah, I need to be listed at, I need to get a guaranteed payment, not a Classifying <laughs> Shareholder <laughs> owner draws as guaranteed payments. Is that, how does that work? That's right. That's right. Uh, and it, it was, it should show on your, well, you don't have to file a 1065 because you don't have partners. But if you did have, um, if you did have a partner, you would show, show that in your 1065 as well. I mean, you just show that and you're good as well. So, so the SBA right now is completely overwhelmed, um, which is not surprising uh, because of, the many millions of businesses that there are, but they're overwhelmed and they are not, <laughs> I know that this is like an oxymoron. It's like military intelligence, but the, the government is doing their side of the PPP 
more efficiently than the SBA. Uh, and they're, they seem to be handling it, you know, better or well, or, you know, but they're, they're moving it along and it's, it's going well. So the, so the banks, so the way that the, that it works for the PPP, the, the lender is the government to the banks and then the banks to us. So there are regulations there uh, as far as what the, what are the requirements from us to the government. Now, some banks can put additional things on there that they won't, they won't lend to you. Uh, so let's, and I've heard like some of them, if you don't, if you have a line of credit, any line of credit with any other bank, we won't do the PPP loan for you. Now that's not illegal. Right. You just, you just go to another bank. What they are doing is they are selecting their customers. Mm-hmm. They're, they're deciding who they want to serve by being discriminatory. Now I've heard that the larger banks are, uh, way more difficult to work with. So the Bank of America, you can't get a person. Uh, the you know the nationwide size banks, but the yep. smaller banks are being more efficient because their per capita interest, uh, well, per person interest is more. In, they are more interested in doing business with us. Right. Because the bottom line is, it's a one percent interest on a two-year loan a bank is not interested in a 1% interest. They don't want to carry that. There's not enough interest for them to have interest. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't, they don't want to carry it. So that's, but that's where the smaller banks, you know, they're more interested in their members now. So what you can do and what is being recommended to do is uh, apply at multiple banks and apply at smaller banks. And then if you get approved from one of those banks, then take that one and tell the others that you don't want it. Uh, and I've heard some people say that it's very difficult to cancel it if you've, um, if you've already applied for it because the bank wants to process the loan, but they don't want to, pro- they don't want to do the cancellations. So that's, that's, other IT companies saying that I don't, I don't know that that one firsthand to say, yeah, yeah, that's true. But you know, I'm, I'm at regions bank and I have my business account with them and I am, I I processed my loan, but I spoke to a person. Uh, I mean, they haven't processed the loan. I processed the application. Mm -hmm. They have not, um, they have not approved me yet. So I hadn't, I didn't know, I didn't understand the strategy of applying at multiple banks prior mm-hmm. to today. So I haven't decided whether I'm going to do that or not. Cause I do have banking at a credit union that I like, and I may use that as well. So we'll see. So that's another thing. I mean, so it's I'm, always good to have options, right? You know, like yeah. having a, a backup plan. Like I right now, Um, I haven't needed any, you know, credit for my business for a very long time, but I've got a line of credit through Mm -hmm. my local bank, which is, you know, right down the street from me. I mean, it's Citizens Bank, which is RBS, so it's not a small, um, um, you know, not a small organization by any stretch. 
Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, there's a person I know. And when I walk in the door, he's like, Peter, how are you? You know, so it helps. At least this guy can pick up the phone and call the right people. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, there's a little bit to be said for a personal relationship. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that helps. Yeah. So, um, okay. So then the, uh, okay. So to forgive the loan, we talked about, uh, what it has to be used for. And initially it was, it was talked about that. So in January or February, depending on the actual date, uh, either January or February 15th, however many employees you have then, you have to have the same amount of employees June 30th for the loan to be forgiven. So that is not, um, that's same not, amount or same amount or more, uh, the same amount or more. Okay. I was going to say, so you can hire people and they're not going to ding you for that. No, no, they're yeah. not going to ding you for that, yep. but it has changed. Uh, it is not, it is, you only have to have 75% of the employees that you had from January. Okay, so and some attrition is possible and allowed. Some attrition is, is possible and allowed. Um, now, in, and here's the other thing that wasn't clear, uh, and I don't think is crystal clear at this point, is, is that salary alone or is that bodies? So <laughs> if, your, if your payroll was 100,000, right. And then your payroll is 75,000, regardless of how many people, that's, that's what's forgiven. So it's not the number of pe- people. So let's say you had two, uh, just for easy numbers, you had two $50,000 a month employees, mm-hmm. which is, you know, ridiculously expensive. I mean, I'd love that salary, but just, just for easy math, you had two $50,000 a month employees, but in June you have three $25,000 employees. That's acceptable. And that's good, you know, mm-hmm. or, or take the math the other way for right. 25,000. And then in June you have two 50,000. Yeah. I think that that's good. It's, but, it's like whenever we have dealings with an attorney regarding our condo and they talk about 25% ownership. And I always yeah. have to ask, what do you mean? Do you mean percentage as in square footage ownership or do you mean <laughs> percentage, you know, 25% as in the number of units owned? So, <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and they never seem to know. They're always, oh, well, uh, I'm like, you guys ought to know this. This should be a, not a hard question to ask, you know, mm-hmm. or answer. <clears throat> so, so we'll see about the employee that, that should be clarified. We should have greater clarification in that in the next week. I mean, we should have more information because we have more information this week than we had last week. I mean, the information, if you, if you go, if you went last week and said, I know everything there is to know about the SBA and the PPP loans and the, and turned the radio off, you would be an idiot because <laughs> it's all, it's change It's, it's fluid. I mean, there, <laughs> maybe you knew it. <laughs> yeah. But it changed. So, so there are some things that they are, that are not ironed out and are not, uh, hard coded is the tax implications. 
<laughs> so, and I mean, those are probably not going to be hard coded until who knows when 2023 oh yeah if you got this loan you now owe us well so so the implication is so let's going back to our uh you know hundred thousand dollar a month uh so if you got a if you had a hundred thousand and you get eight weeks that would be two hundred thousand and you can get a loan for two and a half percent times that so four hundred and fifty thousand dollar loan so if you took all of that, all that money, then you would um, have an income of four hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars. It, it's a gift. It's been paid back. I mean, like if you paid it back, but you still had a four hundred fifty thousand dollar cash infusion into your company, and you're mm-hmm. going to you're going to have to pay taxes on that. So, if you think for one minute you're not going to have to you've got your head in the sand because they're, they're going to get the tax money back on that. And they, they should, you know, but the example that was used in the webinar that I was on was, okay, Peter, if I told you I was going to give you a hundred thousand dollars and you had to pay the taxes on it, would you still take the hundred thousand dollars? Depends how badly I need that hundred thousand (laughs) dollars. Well, let's make it a million. Probably. Yeah. 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 I mean, I just take the taxes right off the top of that. There gift. you go. Give me three quarters of a million dollars three or quarters. half yeah. a million dollars or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I'll take that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really the same thing. We're, we're going to have to pay taxes on, in that example, $450,000. Well, if you know what your tax rate is for your business and, you know, if you don't get your CPA or, you know, bookkeeper to tell you how much you owe in taxes and set that money aside because you're going to have to pay it. You're going to you're either have to pay it or you have to spend it or whatever. But you know, the standard standard stuff comes in is if, you know, as, as a, as a business, one of the beauties of a business is if you, if you spend the money, you don't pay taxes on it. <laughs> the only exception are sales tax and things like that, that you are required to collect. Yep. Um, well, that's they don't care. They don't care if you spent it. You still owe it. <laughs> so back, we've talked about our tax implications. So you also mentioned the the tax delayed tax payments. So the uh, well, one the it, the quarterly EFTPS tax estimate savings that you send into the IRS mm-hmm. that has been delayed all the way till. July 15th for the first quarter. Yep. I don't know what will happen to the second quarter. I don't know if it'll be due in the second quarter, if it'll also. Well, yeah, as it happens, the second quarters right now are due normal. So your second quarter payment is due due in June. Okay. But your first quarter payment is due in July. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but Today. on top of that, too, right, as of right now. As of right now. <laughs> but uh, on top of that, though, the uh, like our local uh, municipal real estate tax, our city, city municipal water bills and stuff, as well as city tax, here, uh, they said our real estate tax have been pushed back, so they're not due for a month later than normal. So they kicked those back a month. But our water bills are still due, but they won't charge us any late fees or interest for like Mm -hmm. a month. 
Okay. So, uh, I'm like, okay, whatever. It's it's so tempting to like, you know, but I'm trying to figure out now because apparently it seems like my city changed the method by which they take online payments for real estate taxes. Cause I could have sworn after I found out the hard way that I made late payments last year, that I automated all that. And I have it in my check register that I will, you know, this is due and will be taken out, but I can't find where I had it taken out of. And I, when I logged into the single tax portal for the city of Medford, I see my vehicle tax, you know, a registration tax, which comes out every year. <laughs> and I see my water bills for my two properties here, but I don't see anything else. <laughs> and then I looked around and like, oh, well, your real estate taxes are now paid over here. But <laughs> I can't find, so like, I'm assuming that it just, you know, they moved to a new platform, completely threw away all the old data. But I called them yesterday and I said, I need to make sure you're not going to get paid twice if I go ahead and set this because I was pretty sure I had automated this payment. So what's going on? So yeah, fun. Yeah, I need to know, am I paying you twice or am I paying you nothing? I need to know exactly. which one. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's the problem. I've had both happen before. You know, <laughs> we're like, oh no, you're all set. Yep, yep, you're all set. And boom, checking account overdrawn. And, and also, you. yeah, no, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. How come you didn't pay your taxes? Wham, penalties. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Neither of those is fun. So. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Goodfellas? I have not yet actually seen that. Oh, okay. Well, I've, I've heard, I've heard a lot about it, but I've never actually seen it. Yeah. You should watch it during this, uh, this time. Yes. Uh, it's, it's not a kid friendly and it's, right. uh, but, uh, it, I mean, it's gangsters, you know, but there's a line in it. Doesn't matter what happens. Blank you, pay me. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I, 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 I might actually be having to have that conversation with one of my clients too right now because it's one of my clients who's run a little bit over and uh, they purchased a bunch of sequ- uh, uh, remote desktop server licensing from me. And, ah. um, and uh, this has now gone over 30 days. So The problem is you had to pay for them. It's not like... Huh? It's not like you just, you made them. Yeah. Or you, stuff. Not like Microsoft. Yeah. Who is literally just printing money. Printing money. money. Brilliant. It's very brilliant. Yep. <laughs> you should have so, been software distributors and software publishers, Adam. Should have been. Uh, yeah. Who, who knew? Who knew? I didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, did. Bill Gates did. He was brilliant. So the, yeah, so a lot of the utilities right now, they're not doing any shutoffs, which is, uh, which is nice of them. They're not doing shutoffs. It's just like winter in the Northeast here. Yeah. (laughs) That's normal. Yeah. Uh, But the thing is, you know, like, well, February 28th, all of our taxes were due, our property taxes and city taxes and that kind of stuff. You know, the city really needs the money right now because everybody is at home. Everybody's flushing a toilet, taking a shower, generating trash, and it's all at home. It's not at work and everything like that. So uh, I think it's fair that that people who are living at home and using all of their own facilities, uh, that kind of needs to happen. You know, they don't all of a sudden want the toilet to stop flushing or the trash to sit on the curb for the next two months. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just one of those things like, well, we've, we've got to pay that. So, well, yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
while I was doing some research, I saw an interesting statement, and I'd like to get get your uh, uh, comments on it. But it was on the USA Today, and it was today on USA Today. Today, today, uh, today, today. Don't take the free money. The quote, the single quotes, not double quotes, don't take the free money from PPP loan if your business doesn't face a threat from COVID-19, USA Today. And they were, uh, I mean, you could, there's lots of ways to, you know, that they said, you know, if you're a successful business, don't take the money because there are businesses that really need the money. You need it. Yep. You need it. Yep. So I can, I can see that. I, I mean, I can see that as a perspective. You know, if you don't need it, don't take it. Yep. That's, that's, the problem is there is no precedence for what we're doing right now. This has never occurred. <laughs> so we don't know. I mean, we don't need it today. If you, you know, you might not need it this today. This is true. Yeah. You, you might not, you know, your budget is stuff, but, but my business, uh, I have clients and my clients have businesses. I'm a business to business, you know, service. I'm yep. providing services for businesses. Yep. But if my business clients can't provide service or products to their clients, they no longer can pay me. Uh, yep. I mean, so to say, to say that, well, the window from 90 days from now could look significantly different than it does today as far as money that's coming in. Uh, if all 90 days from now I lost 50% of my revenue, I sure would like to have that loan, <laughs> even if I had it at 1%. I mean, even if, even if I miss the forgiveness yep. and have to pay it back at 1%, I can stay in business that way. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a fine line between everyone for, you know, everyone for themselves and, uh, you know, we, uncertainty. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, personally, I, I tend to feel that like over with, with a lot of the uh, battles that I have lost with tax departments over the years that <laughs> my inclination is to take every penny I possibly qualify for. And if I do qualify for these, I'll take it, you mm -hmm. know, and it's like, uh, I don't know. It, it, I don't, I don't know how, how I can see both sides though. It's like, if, you know, if you're offering me a thousand dollars versus that guy out on the street who has no job, I can see him needing it more. Yeah. But in that case, I should not have qualified for the money in the eyes of the people who are giving it to me. Yeah. yeah. Right. Then, either way. And, and my conservative side of me says, don't take, don't take the handout, mm -hmm. you know, and, and power through. Yep. Um, but I, I don't think that that's the, the practical standpoint because I'm not just, I'm not just taking care of me and my family. I'm taking care of my employees and their families. Well, I was going to ask you about <laughs> them too. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I mean, if I power through, you know, if I don't have the money, that's okay. I'll let two people go. I'll be fine. I'll have right. to do more work. Yeah. You know, I've, I've got too many bills. Well, yeah. I just, I won't pay them. I, just, <laughs> I won't, or I'll pay them, but guess what? I'm not paying you and you're not going to work here anymore. Right. Uh, so, uh, 
I mean, I don't, I don't feel guilty from that standpoint of like, you know, I shouldn't do it because uh, I'm on the dole or, yep. <laughs> you know, taking a handout. This is like, well, yep. this is a, this is a stimulus package. And the thing is, I'm not going to get rich off of it. It's not yeah. like I'm going to take it and put it in my pocket and it's not ever going to go anywhere. The money is going to come in and it is going to turn right around and go back out. Yep. So that, I mean, that's, we've talked about stimulus packages before in the past from our government. I mean, that's what happens. It, it just comes in, it goes out, people spend it. I mean, and, and we Americans are the, I don't know the worst, but I know that we don't have a lot of savings. The American <laughs> people in general don't have right. a lot of savings. Yep. So any money that they're given, it goes right back out. Yep. <laughs> well, you can, you can also draw the analogy here to like, the food and the hoarding that was going on, right? I never waited in line for hours for toilet paper or had to go without. And, you know, I did make some grocery store trips and stuff, but since I have some food saved up here, I didn't need to go and be one of those guys towing three carts, you know, shopping carts full of food to hoard stuff. Yeah. So, you know, at the same time, taking a, you know, I see this as sort of, it's a tax break. You yeah. know, I mean, that is the way it's that thousand dollar thing is coming, right? It's in the form of a tax break. Right. So mm -hmm. that's essentially letting me pay less than what I normally pay. I, I don't, I don't really see much of a problem taking it. You know, I mean, the yeah. system is so darned complicated now it's so big uh, uh it's just like i i think that frankly i think a lot of us need every break that we could get mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know if it's going to be more hassle than it's worth your time to apply for these credits and stuff then it's then you probably don't need it yeah that that's my rule of thumb yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not worth filling out the paperwork, I don't need it. Yeah, pretty much. You know, it's like the old, the, the anecdotal story of, uh, you know, Bill Gates walking around. How If he sees a thousand dollar bill on the street, it's not worth him walking, you know, taking uh, two steps out of his way to stop and pick it up. <laughs> yeah. He makes more money in those, you know. Keep him doing what he's doing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, so Bill Gates, you don't need to apply for this. No, no need to. Even apply. though Gates recently, he's um, no longer, uh, he's not on the board of Microsoft anymore. Yeah, he's, he's finally fully, fully stepped back from there. So good for Satya, him. Satya, all Satya, all the time. <laughs> so, uh, want to know a funny toilet paper stat that I saw in the news yesterday? I don't know if I do, but I have a feeling you're going to tell us anyway. I'm going to tell you anyway. So the, uh, I went out there and there was an article on, so all this, new, all this toilet paper hoarding, what good was it? And, just, and line by itself, no good whatsoever because it really doesn't change the amount of toilet paper that people use. Now people right. panic. They thought that they weren't going to be able to get out. They thought they were going to be locked down. So they yep. went and got it. But so the interesting statistic, the, um, an average American uses 141 rolls of toilet paper in a year. One. 
So 141 rolls. In Germany, they average about 138 rolls of toilet paper per year. I mean, and, and this is the nice toilet paper, not not commercial, not industrial, not the what you get at you know restaurants and things like that. Okay. Uh, China uses 38 rolls of toilet paper per year. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they either they've got really good bidets or they conserve and use some or I mean maybe they just I use a I, lot less. You know, I I <laughs> Well, you know, it, it could be the nature of the way people take care of that because uh, at my farm, I don't flush the toilet paper into the sewer because the sewer down there is not active all the time. I'm not there, you know, so I, I don't want the life of my septic tank to, to be filled up with paper. So I throw all the paper in a trash can like I do when I'm in Mexico. Uh, as a result, I use a lot less paper because I'm more conservative with my wife and I'm not tossing a big wad down the toilet and, mm -hmm. and, it be, and it may be reasons like that that the Chinese use less could be a combination of bidets and methodology or who knows who knows <laughs> <laughs> maybe they have smaller rear ends than we do I, <laughs> I you know it's not the craziest supposition <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was funny I mean, that, that, that's a low a little light COVID-19. <laughs> That's just remember? an interesting fact. <laughs> That's just interesting fact. Uh, so, you know, one of the things that did uh, come out of, you know, that will come out of this is, you know, our businesses are going to do better as a result of what we've learned because we're going to end up tightening our belts. Mm -hmm. Anytime you have a recession, you tighten your belts you get rid of the, stop spending on the things that you shouldn't be spending on. Cruft. And, you know, <laughs> get, them, get them out of the way. And then when, it, when the money starts coming back, you'll be a lot slower to add those things back in because yep. they're superfluous. You don't need them. They're luxuries. Luxuries. So. Speaking of luxuries. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we leave that, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go into that in a bit. But... Um, um, yeah, but another thing too is like services. I mean, you know, I think we're going to see a lot more stuff online because mm -hmm. we are now proving that you can do stuff online. You know, I've had plenty of folks over the years who have said like, oh no, you have to do these things in person. Like, no, we don't. And you know, this was one of the things when I got this gig at the hospital, they were all, oh, well, we really want you on site. I'm like, well, that's nice. But I was pretty adamant and, you know, I was not working there on site all the time. And now yeah. I couldn't if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. And yet somehow we're doing work. So, mm -hmm. you know, get used to it, folks. This is the new normal. Um, another thing is we're going to see more delivery, you know, delivery services. Now, on that note, Uber Eats. Uh-huh. Apparently, they charge 35% fees. Oh, wow. Yeah. So one tip is if you are using delivery service, call your local restaurants or you know, either go pick it up or call your restaurant and ask them, what, what do you prefer? 
What's the best way? Now you probably have to speak to an owner or a manager to get this. I mean, if you just talk to the frontline person operating the cash register, they're not going to know. Yeah. Right. I don't know. There's but you know, margins in restaurants are not all that much. So it's like these, these folks are probably just, you know, they're probably lucky if they're breaking even on all these deliveries stuff. So keep that in mind. But you know, we're seeing that we're really pretty good at moving stuff around and you know like we we had these shortages which were caused by hoarding but you know that will normalize over time um but part of that is you know coincidental to this before this whole thing started last month my girlfriend convinced me to sign up with her um the the company where she gets meat delivered mm -hmm. now if you've heard there are some chains online that are advertising in you know nationwide uh that advertise on a lot of the podcasts that i listen to but I went with a local company, um, mostly because their prices are fairly competitive mm -hmm. um, and they're local, right? So, I mean, if, if th there was another place that was selling, um, selling uh, meat, you know, nationwide, I think they're from out west somewhere. Um, they claim that it's all, you know, organic and, you know, healthy, et cetera, et cetera. But um, did I just, can you still hear me? I can. Oh, okay. I, I got a pop-up on my other second device here. Sorry. Um, but, um, I, uh, looked at this other provider and, you know, they, it would have been a little bit cheaper, but I decided to go a little bit localer, you know, so yeah. I, so I have this and yesterday I got my first delivery. So uh -huh. I have, you know, almost probably a month worth of meat delivered here. Um, the prices are comparable, if not cheaper than what I get would get in the store. Yeah. And I need to see, but like um, back when I was sheltering at my girlfriend's place, she cooked and I think it was, it wasn't two days back to back, but like two days within the week, we had ribeye mm. and, you know, I got the, uh, the stop and shop organic nature's promise brand ribeye uh, one day and compared it to the other one that she got from this company and the stop and shop was not even close. I mean, it was good, no question, but the other one was just, this is amazing. Yeah. So, so I'm really looking forward. I got some, you know, quality meats in my freezer and, you know, it's delivered right to my door and it's cheaper and it's local and it's organic. Gee, it yeah. seems like a pretty much, you know, like there, there's, there, there's a win there. So, yeah. Well, I, I think that, I think that you're right. I think that the, that the world is going to be different. Uh, from this and that we're going to do we're going to live online more than than we ever have before mm -hmm. I mean, I was gonna say you can't get a virus from being on on the computer like this, but technically there are computer viruses So that's not a true t true statement, but we can't get you and I can't get a biological sickness back and forth Oh boy. Yeah on that note I wanted to include this in the note the show today and I forgot to document it, but um, there are apparently, as there always are, there have been conspiracy theories going around showing that coronavirus is being spread by 5G. I've, I heard somebody say that, and it was... <laughs> Elizabeth said something about that yesterday. Uh, uh, what is, is the heat that's generate the the heat the additional heat that's generated off of your phone is the exact temperature to <laughs> to disseminate the COVID nineteen oh. virus. And yeah, I gotta say, there's a member of my family who believes stuff like that too, <laughs> which is painful. 
<laughs> so so how how is i mean i mean like i said i just gave i gave up a made-up excuse you know the additional heat so mm-hmm. what what are the other ways that 5g is now spreading covid it, it i i don't think anybody but the illuminati really know oh so i i'm imagining it as tiny particles get caught in the wavelengths which are very specific and susceptible to carrying pockets of materials with them well particles as we know you know if you get small enough particles the difference between light and matter you know it blurs so Mm -hmm. they're probably operating on that right frequency yeah so yeah i mean if if i point my phone northwards yeah don't do that don't do that don't do that (laughs) okay 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 (laughs) all right so a couple we we should move on and do our nifty because uh because i pro i postponed this one for uh, a couple weeks yeah well and it got uh we missed it last week we were yeah so hey i've got new headphones all right which kind i apple AirPod Pro. AirPod Pros, okay. Unlike the AirPods, they stay in my ears. Oh, really? Therefore, they win. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, they pretty much, you know, have the same functionality that I'm used to with the AirPods, uh, Mm -hmm. except they stay in my ears a lot better. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's kind of bent in, too, so it's not like a, a drip that's falling out of your ear. Right. It's still a little drippy, but it doesn't drip as low as the Mm -hmm. other ones do. So, um, yeah, so I bought these, and at the same time, I also bought a pair of the Bose Powerbeats Pro, mm-hmm. and functionally, they're the same. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, they have all the same capabilities, uh, this, uh, but uh, the Powerbeats Pro are bigger. They've got um, some better sound quality, but uh, the Powerbeats Pro go over the ears, and they're larger, right? Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I tried the Powerbeats Pro out and they stayed in my ears better, but over time they were not as comfortable. The, the weight really became a factor. And I also tried to use them, I ran, I did a, I think I like ran 5K or something with them. And they were noisy as anything with the wind. Huh. So way too much wind noise for me to, like I could not, I would not even try riding a bike with them. Yeah, so, I guess all uh, that over the ear, that's... Exactly. That that, that surface area. Right. So the reason I got these is because when I teach yoga from home, I want to be able to hear, if I teach a class where I have music, where I offer it to my class, like a dynamic flow class, um, I find it's a little easier for me to teach something like that with music. Problem. I normally play the music from my phone and I do use a headset when I'm teaching, but that's on a Zoom conference. <laughs> so what do I do? Two In headsets. Solution. I kept my old Jabra Elite 65Ts, which incidentally I keep using for workouts because they stay better, even better than the AirPods do. And they are also sweat and water resistant, more so than the Apples are. So I kept those, but for like everyday use, I use the AirPods mostly because I can pair one, I can use one or the other in my ear at a time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So these, so these and the power beats, again, it's something they have in common. They're truly universal, right? So you can use either one uh, or interchangeable. Um, 
the Jabra's you can't do that. But what I do do is I have my Jabra paired with my Apple Watch. I put the right Jabra into my, you know, into my ear, and then I put the left AirPod into my ear. The left AirPod, I hear the Zoom call via my phone. The right Jabra, I hear music playing by my watch. <laughs> and so now I can be talking to and hearing my students in one ear and I can hear music in the other ear. But can your students hear the music through no, your brain? They have to choose to play it, but I publish my playlist on Spotify and Apple Music. So <laughs> if you want to have music playing, and that's the other thing too is we, I don't think that, um, you know, the studio or myself uh, are licensed to be broadcasting music out over yeah. a Zoom call. Yeah, you're not, so don't. So we don't have to worry about it, but I can say you can play this playlist. And if you, you know, if class starts at six o'clock, start this playlist now. Yeah. Right. So that was my ingenious solution. Um, but it is nice if for no other reason being able to put my, uh, an AirPod in my left ear from time to time is nice, you know, yeah. and giving my right ear a break that, that actually is worth, uh, worth, you know, the, the price of admission. That said, it's a steep price. These things are 250 bucks. Yeah. yeah. They, you know, it's Apple, but the power beats were the exact same price, you know, so that's typical Apple charging you a premium, you know, raising the bar. Mm -hmm. um, but they're nice. You know, I haven't tried them with any serious exercise. And after a while of like, um, when I was lying down doing yoga poses and stuff after a little while, they will fall out, you know, if I'm completely mm -hmm. horizontal. So um, I'm not going to use them for extreme stuff. I don't plan on using them for running. I may try them for biking, but that's where I've got the Jabra for, you know, so I don't really need it. But um, anyway, right now I'm happy. Um, I don't know if you remember, but it was a few years ago. I had the original, the, the AirPods, and they wouldn't stay. And the last straw was I was crossing a street and I just, you know, saw that the light was changing. So I just stepped it up to a light jog and one of them just fell right out of my ear. <laughs> and I was like, mm, not going to do that anymore. That's just no. <laughs> not worth it. So, uh, and I didn't even want to go back with the AirPods Pro, but the other thing that's nice about them is the case has supports wireless charging. So yeah. I can just put it on the other Qi charger that I have and, you know, the same way of my, my stand, my phone stand. So that's pretty, mm -hmm. pretty slick. Um, yeah. One thing that's kind of interesting is with the, both of the, the Beats do these too and the AirPods, when you bring, uh, bring the case close to your phone and you open the lid, the phone recognizes it. And the bottom half of the screen, you see a little pop-up showing your headphones and a little graphic saying, hi, you've got these here. You know, that's all, all well and good. That stopped at some point, like within the last week. And I don't know how to get it back. And huh. I'm not sure if it's because of the pairing that I had both of them, but I'm pretty sure that I saw both at some point. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really not, I don't know what's going on, but on that note, I did just go to the, um, uh, Best Buy uh, right before class started here and returned the Power Beats Pro. Okay. And, um, you know, it was interesting because I picked them up at a Best Buy and I drove up and, you know, popped the trunk on the car. They went in, found my order, dropped it in the trunk, and I drove home that day. Today, <laughs> to bring it back, I, you know, drove up and, you know, I, I thought I had to go in and they're like, no, nope, you can do it right here. I'm like, oh, okay. And, you know, I just kind of 
stayed my social distance away and handed the return to, to the girl and she read my order number from my email and took it away and that was that. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I mean, they're doing social distancing pretty well, you know, like you don't have to go into the stores and I, I frankly, I didn't even know if I could have gone into the store because uh, <laughs> yeah. they rushed out to meet me and so I was like, okay, fine. Yeah, a lot of places you can't even go in. Yeah. So that, uh, that said, though, I did have to ship some packages with FedEx today, and I drove in, and FedEx guys inside, no masks, no gloves. I was kind of surprised. I was really kind of surprised. Yes, considering their packages are coming from all over, handled by all kinds of people. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah I, would want, I would want my FedEx people handling the packages to be wearing protective gear. Yep. So if, if FedEx is listening to our podcast, you, I would recommend that. Masks and gloves. <laughs> yep. There you go. <laughs> so on that note, I think we are uh, just about uh, on time. So uh, we should probably uh, wrap this up. Let us wrap it up. So you want me to close this out? I think you should do the honors. Okay. We do want your feedback. If you'd like for us to discuss a particular topic or you liked uh, what we were talking about and you'd like to comment about that, you can drop us a line at www.blurringthelinespodcast.com. There's a form there and all of our old podcasts are listed there. We've got video listed there. We even got some pictures. So there's, there's stuff that happens there. Who knew? <laughs> So, and if you would like to uh, catch us, you can do so on Twitter. And what's your Twitter handle? Nicolaitis? Uh, Nicolaitis. Or, uh, yeah. Nicolaitis. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Sublime Comp for me, or you can catch us at our, our, our own websites at uh, Peter's at Paradigm Consulting, not Paradigms but P-A-R-A-D-I-G-M-C-C.com or yogawithpeter.com or you can reach me at sublimecomp.com. And with that, I think it's time. Hit the big red button. Boom. <laughs> to contact either us or our guests, visit blurringthelinespodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.